When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It is hour to the game. Mitch Fortner, Trey Coverdale, David G. Travy on Berkland. Trey, how's your summer going? Okay. I'm tired most of it, so. <laughs> Dude, this is supposed to be your time to rest. Are you, are you taking summer courses? I am not, no. Taking the summer off. Yeah. How much? How, how many more hours do you have to go? Uh, I'd have to add it up. I think I'm like like 86 overall. So I don't know how many you need to graduate. 120 around there. So you need 34. Yeah. Tell, be honest. Tell them the tr- tell them what you told me. What's um, this? Tell uh, them what you told me before we came on the air about your credits. They're tanking, man. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. No, he 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 told me, hey man, I'm not even going. Uh, this is all front. I'm just telling people I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to distract. Trying to cut you off. Uh huh. Turn up the bed music. <laughs> you can't hear anybody talking. Yeah. He just sits at home in his basement playing the j- drums and listening to Kiss all day. All day. Um, what Michael Jackson? No, I see. Well, yes, of course. My Michael Jackson is more living room music, right? <laughs> or garage music. Oh. Kiss is basement music. Yeah, yeah. Or garage. I mean, you can do garage too. Garage right? You can do there. whatever. Garage is wild card. Yeah. <laughs> backyard oh, is is backyard country. That's where the Ooh, backyard music yeah. is, is. Back porch. Sitting on the back porch, no, cold beer in a actually country for the driveway. To the soul music, so you can you know enjoy nature, listen to some Stevie Wonder, unwind a little bit. Oh, looking for the evening girl. What's Harding? for what's for the bathroom? What's bathroom music? Um, uh, Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say salt and pepper push it, maybe. Um. <laughs> What's kitchen music? Oh, you know what? I don't, I love cooking to music, and I don't, there, anything goes. 
A little bit of oldies never hurt either. A little yeah. bit, you know what I mean? Maybe some, some jazz, little Count Mason. A little jazz ain't bad because you're like, ooh, I'm getting fancy on this spaghetti. <laughs> you're like, ooh, throw a little spice in there. What do you? What do we got? Yeah, lemon pepper. Why not? I was listening to a. Uh, I was listening to an Artie Garbage podcast, and one of the guests was saying that when he and his wife cook, and it's like. Mexican food or you know Italian food or Chinese or whatever they're making that day, they like to listen to that country's music mm-hmm. while they cook. And I'm hmm. like, you know what? That's a hell of an idea. That That's is, classy. That is pretty classy. Talk about a way to class up your trashy life. <laughs> Just by putting on some Spotify and <laughs> listening to some <laughs> Richie Valens or something. What's funny? Some Selena. Dude, now that's classy. That's the epitome of class. Throw on some Selena. Go ahead. I like that. But I'd be like, oh, okay, we're, we're making Chinese tonight. And then you throw on like traditional Chinese music, but it's like people in China are like, we don't eat that. We don't eat orange chicken. <laughs> that, that's not something I eat ever, friend. If you want to go authentic, <laughs> you know, eat what they eat. Trey, when you order out, what's your go-to? Like, your what's college my kid? favorite thing ever? Yeah, what's your, what's your college kid go-to takeout? Nachos anywhere? Oof. Nachos yeah. from anywhere. Well, that I mean, is an odd answer. You think so? Yes. To go nachos. Nachos are the best, especially I, I chicken nachos. I mean, I'm not disagreeing, but okay. Let me tell you something. Taco Casa, remember Taco Casa? That was oh the. Boy, they had the yes. best nachos. Their nacho platter to go. Was so good. They just they said there was a there was an internal email sent. They go, if somebody orders that nacho platter to go, you go ham on that baby. <laughs> they would load it up, meat, cheese, jalapenos. They put all the stuff, the beans in there, and you just get to rocking and rolling, baby. There's yeah. not those nacho platters. That was the those bomb. were good. Yeah, that was the blast. Dot biz, if you ask me. Do you remember Taco Tico? <laughs> Yeah, come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I only know of that because of Richard Christie from the Howard Stern show. Sure. That's the only reason I know what that is. We, we, well, you know, Richard Christie and I are good friends, and uh, we got into a big conversation about that one time. And he is a big fan of the quesadilla. Ooh-wee. And I said I was not a big fan of their quesadilla. And we didn't see each other for a week <laughs> <laughs> because he oh, ate the burrito. And he was out for a week. Whoa. Oh, boy. That's what happens. But there Whoa. used to be a Taco Tico here. Yes. And I remember they used to make a mean, when I was like six years old, a mean tortilla and cheese. Oh, wee. Um, because, you know what's funny? That is a wholly underrated food for a homemade. If somebody, even like a homemade tortilla with butter in it is amazing. What? Oh, baby. Whew. My grandma used to make, like, she'd make a whole batch of homemade tortillas, and then she'd throw some butter in there and wrap, like, roll it up and hand it to you. And, it, they, like, the tortillas would be so fresh, there'd be flour on your fingertips. That's how fresh they were. But some a tortilla with a little butter in it, man. I've had I that know. with, like, cinnamon on it, too, Oof. butter and cinnamon. I mean, it's just, like, bread and butter. You know, bread and butter. It's not the same. It's kind of the same it's thing. It's not the same. It's a little bit the same. Like br- like butter on a piece of white bread is it's way different than a tortilla. I would never think of putting butter on a tortilla. You should. You should definitely <laughs> do that. I mean, the but not juices like- in the grease from the the meat and beans and whatever else is plenty. 
No, like not not a tortilla with meat and beans on it already. But it, like it, a, just a tortilla. I thought you were looking like fresh. this thing up. Like a, a like a fresh tortilla in that's other, been heated on the placa. In other words, you're, you're turning it into double fried. No, no. What I, what, what are you guys? That's the same thing. He's part of fry it up. Are you, what are you drunk? Like listen, <laughs> I think it's you're a the tortilla. Drunk it's one. a tortilla that's been on the placa, right? It's like warm. It's a warm tortilla. And you just put a little butter on it, and you roll it up and just eat it. And it's fantastic. Much like what I was going to say is sometimes you put a little butter on some bread, and you go, you know what? This ain't bad. Just a simple bit bread and butter. That's our bread and butter. I, I've i had um, tortillas with Nutella and strawberries on it before, too. Get out of the studio. Oh, that's, an, that's oh. a deal breaker for you now? <laughs> Strawberries and Nutella, I would say, yeah, that's, what are we, crazy? I uh, was barbecuing with a friend in uh, in Topeka, and he's in, like an apartment complex, and there's like his neighbors joined us, mm-hmm. and his neighbor brings over a thing of tortillas, and we're eating hot dogs, oh. and he wrapped it up in a tortilla. It's like, hey, listen, every food is better when you have with a tortilla, tortilla with it. I'm like, but hot dogs? Would you put ketchup on a tortilla? Uh, can I, can you I put just, butter on it? I so want to say sure something would. that I w- I don't want this to be offensive. What kind of Mexican American are you that you've <laughs> never had? I'm barely a hot dog with a tortilla. I mean, that's like a thing. Listen, I've done weird things oh. when it comes to cooking a hot dog. I've I've once used a hot dog bun to eat a hamburger. Never have I once thought, man, I am in a jam. But I have some tortillas. I have a hot dog. I can make a meal out of this. Yeah. Oh. No, never. The the, the the tortilla is usually way too big for the hot dog anyway. You, you notice the guy with German and British heritage is keeping his mouth shut over here. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you slap some sauerkraut on it or something? Yeah, go drink your warm beer. <laughs> Sit this one out, Governale. Oh, my God. This is I'm learning quite a bit right now. Dude, heating up a tortilla and then putting anything yes. in there is just fantastic. I I mean, like, a sausage? Would you put a sausage link in a tortilla? Probably not. Wow. Like, it, scrambled eggs and, a, and sausage I mean, come on, is a breakfast bre- burrito. Well, okay, fine, yes. I mean, if yes, if you're making a breakfast burrito out of it, but just like a sausage link in a tortilla? Yeah. You're wasting a tortilla. Dude, you- Jam like, it. Pack it full of goods, wrap it up, and chow away. Dude, I'm, but, what if you just don't have all the but goods? But if you're putting just a piece of food that takes up 3% of a tortilla, you're See, wasting a tortilla. I don't buy those big ones. I don't buy the bit like like the, the, the like littler ones are. I'd rather have a tiny little tortilla if I'm well, store buying And I'm tortillas. not like a big fan of like when it comes to like tacos, like I'd much rather do a burrito like you maximize. I mean, you're, you're using the full tortilla. When you go burrito or mm. enchilada, mm. but when it comes to tacos and you just you basically have a you have you know you're basically using twenty percent of the of the shell yeah. and the rest is a handle. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? What are you carrying? Hey, a little burrito. I made me a little burrito. I got a little handle. <laughs> Dave, spaghetti tacos, yay or nay? No! Come on, that's pretty good. Now, oh. I would not me- I would mess with some spaghetti tacos. Dude, what the hell? That actually doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> I, I, I just had this, this image of the emergency tortilla 
break in case of emergency. <laughs> what do we, we don't have anything. Oh, yeah, yes, we, we do. do. <laughs> <laughs> Just wipe the glass off of there real quick. Before. So you're telling me there's nothing off limits when it comes to what you would put in a tortilla? No. No. Well, spaghetti. I, I probably wouldn't try that. But my thing is, like a tortilla, like... A lot of times it comes in handy when you only have a couple things. It's perfect. Like if you only have – if you open the freezer and you got some sausage links in there and then you got a little bit of cheese or something and then you got a tortilla but no bread, you're like, perfect. I'll do that. I think a tortilla is versatile. It's perfect. And, yes, a little butter and a freshly made tortilla. But I can see if you only do store-bought, if you, if you don't have any like homemade tortillas – and you only have those thin little Mama Lupe tortillas. That doesn't taste because to me those are too thin. They're not thick. Like a homemade tortilla is thick, you know, and like chewy. But a Mama Lupe, shout out to her. Uh, those are th- paper thin. But I still would wrap a, bur- a little sausage link in there. Hell yeah. Travion, pull this segment. I want to submit it for a KAB <laughs> when we get done. We need to get those in, and I. Yeah. It's hey, a fresh, f- fresh segment. Forget about KAB. We're going to win the United States AB, dude, <laughs> with this one. <laughs> wait, though. Wait, 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 wait. Do you heat up your tortillas before you eat them, or do you just grab them out of the refrigerator, throw them, and eat them? Oh, I heat them up. Okay. This now, is an amateur hour. Dude, When I the first time I someone ever took me, I was eight years old. And someone took me to Taco Bell for the first time ever. Um, also, shout out to Taco Hut and Baby Bowls. Remember that place? That place was awesome. Um, and they, I, I ate a bit into a tortilla, a soft shell tortilla, and I was like, <laughs> I go, what? This tortilla's cold. And everybody was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. they don't heat up their tortillas here. And they're like, no, you psycho. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that people ate cold tortillas. My mind was blown. But now I, I, I can eat a cold tortilla. By the way, have, have either of you paid attention to the fight between Taco John's and Taco Bell? No, no way. Oh, yeah. In Manhattan? or just, No, just in general. The franchise is jousting? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, it turns out Taco John's has trademarked and has held a trademark since the 80s on Taco Tuesday. No! You're kidding. And so Taco Bell has LeBron doing commercials regarding... Because he did Taco Tuesday on his like Snapchat mm-hmm. or whatever. Exactly. It was. Shout out to Taco John's <laughs> to lock that up. <laughs> and they've had it forever. Yes. <laughs> That was the most genuine shout out we've had. On shout out to him. I knew I always liked him. I, <laughs> Taco John's, they could see down the road. They go, this is going to really, this is really going to work for us. I underestimated Taco John's. I always saw them as a follower. Turns out they're trailblazers. <laughs> Not only have they coined Taco Tuesday, I think they've perfected the tater tot. Absolutely. The Olay, you mean? Oh, man. They're like the guy, what's that guy? Um, Tesla. 
where he invented like electricity. <laughs> no, the and, real Tesla. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Elon, Elon Musk is the guy who comes in much like Edison and just takes all the ideas from yeah, everybody else. That's what it is. Taco Bell is Edison and Taco John's, John's is Nikola Tesla. Is, is Nikola Tesla. It's kind of weird <laughs> where you're like, are you sure? But they're like, no, that was the first one. You're like, mm, I don't know. And they came in, they stole it, they got LeBron. Wow. Like, like they get Taco Bell gets LeBron. I would expect Taco John's to get someone like mid tier, like Jamal Murray would be. You know what I mean? Like, not to, which, just him. Which but. works because they're a Cheyenne based company. Wow. I've never seen a Taco John's commercial in my life. That's true. Okay, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> I, I so can't get over DG spitting out a cold tortilla. Oh, my God. And a I Taco was... Bell. That's oh. hilarious. <laughs> Eight-year-old eight DG probably throwing Diablo packets. Oh, yeah. Dude, this is before they even had packets. You know, this was when it was like fluorescent green in there. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Like, what the hell are you trying to do? Poison me, boy? And they're like, what? Dude, what? Cold tortilla. And no one knew what was going on. They were, everyone was very embarrassed by me. It looked like you were in a desert where you were hallucinating the colors. (laughs) Where am I? You're south of the border. Welcome to Taco Tuesdays. Little did they know. (laughs) That's trademarked, fool. So I hope we still have time to get to Naquan Tomlin. Is he going to come back or what? Well, I'll tell you what. We'll take a break. Details coming up next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Okay, so not to fall down another rabbit hole. Yes. Because, you know, this is a sports talk show. No. Well, it is sports. So, Naquan Tomlin coming back. That's you know, it's a what we expected. Coming back for one more year. After this year, he'll be a lottery pick, and that's what's that's what we hope. So I got on his profile, and I didn't know that notice this until now. I don't know if Tom had done this, had this like at the beginning of the year, but I noticed that he has been putting like middle names in their bios, and Naquan's. Automatically stood out. <laughs> yes. It, it, Naquan Tomlin's full name is Naquan Tommy Nicholas Tomlin. Okay. Dude. Uh, Nicholas happens to be family middle name in my family. Nice. My brother and his son. I in honor of my grandfather. Real English German thing to do, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it's a little strange, though, honestly, to go from Naquan to Nicholas Tommy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just expect. It doesn't flow. No. No. Mm-mm. You expect. I want another Naquan esque name there. Well, how about this? For Marquise Noel, it's Marquise Morris Noel. Mm-hmm. 
Of course, he was the best of the Morris twins. <laughs> Marquise Morris. Marquise Noel. Morris. Let's see Noel. who else. Let's see what David Gasson has. David Mark Yappy. Y A P I. Okay. Gasson. Hmm. A lot of people are ashamed of their middle names, but that I don't speak Dutch. I, I probably butchered it. <laughs> Call us up, David Kassan. Explain that. I'm just going down the roster here. Uh, Ty Key, Karen Green. I'm sure it's not Karen. It's no, something else. No, Karan. Karan. It's K-A-R-O-N. That is, that is amazing. Cam, Cam Carter is is just Cameron Carter. There's no middle name there. Uh, who? Nah, oh, Keontae Johnson. We're just going in uh, numerical order here. Keontae Johnson. Scroll all the way down. Oh, Keontae is his middle name. Whoa, what? No way. His first Rufus. Man, I should have hit the breaking news button on this one. Oh, boy. It's Marcus Keontae Johnson. Oh, that's amazing. M A R R E C U S. Whoa. Whoa. That's why I switched to Keontae. That's easier to spell. <laughs> he's like struggling through the. He's like, listen, I'm not going to explain how to should spell we, this my whole life. Should we keep going? Yeah. Uh, Anthony Thomas. Anthony DeMario Thomas. I like the name DeMario. DeMario's a great that's a, name. That's a sweet so name. Fantastic name. Desi Sills is. Desi Desi. Desi Deontra. Arnaz or Arnaz Sills. Okay, so double middle name. Wait a minute. Stop. Arnaz? No way. Arnaz. Wait a minute. Arnaz. It's A R N A Z. Okay. Desi Deontre Arnaz. Desi Arnaz. Mm -hmm. I love Lucy. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you put it together. Okay, (laughs) so Desi Desi Sills is going to come beat me up because I'm like, ha ha, I love Lucy. Uh, Taj is Taj Amir Manning. Nice. That's a really nice name. You know, for a PA, like <laughs> announcing his name, I think I'd go, I'd, I'd rather have announce Amir Manning. Yeah, that's like, a, I'd have a little bit more fun with that, I think. Really cool. Jarrell Colbert is Jarrell Micah Colbert. Hmm. Pretty, feels like pretty traditional there. Nate Aubrey, oh boy, here comes a buy me Giola. Um, <laughs> Nate Aubrey, Nate's middle name doesn't is not listed for a buy me Giola. Doesn't isn't listed. His siblings' names, by the way, are crazy. Congratulations! Yes. Oh yeah, he's now a citizen of the United States. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, that, a few days ago, right? At least. Yes. Dorian Finister is Dorian Jerry Finister. That's a name you don't hear a whole lot anymore with. Our generation, no. Jerry. Not a lot of Jerry's or um, like Eddie's. Not a lot of Eddie's. Ish Masood, his name isn't listed. Uh, we got one more, Peyton Ackerman, uh, who's no longer a cat. Uh, Peyton Matthew Ackerman. So there you go. Abayami means my enemies tried to mock me and God wouldn't allow it in Nigerian. Oh my God. That's the coolest That's thing. That's the I've coolest. Ever heard. Th- yes. Also, his first name also means bringer of happiness in Egyptian. 
to have a name that means something in Egyptian, you have got to be cool. You you really have got to be cool. You got to bring it. We should put that jersey up in the rafters just because of that. <laughs> My enemies tried to mock me and God wouldn't allow Talk it. Talk about a great omen for Bramwich Coliseum. Yeah. That's awesome. Dude. I, man. Let me, let, me, let me share uh, a few thoughts here on Naquan Tomlin. Yes. That is Naquan Tommy Nicholas Tomlin. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that Naquan who's Tomlin. Who's 22.53 <laughs> years old, according to his NBA draft prospect bio. Um, so he has decided to come back, and I've seen projections from late first round to early to mid-second round. Uh, first of all, for as little of basketball that he has played – and to be potentially a first-round draft pick for the NBA is insane. Mm-hmm. But I love that he has come back. And I want to jump back to what we talked about with D.Y. earlier, and that's because of Naquan Tomlin's potential. Now, we, some point later down the road, we'll be able to ask him the question, what feedback did you get? And we'll get the specifics. We could probably guess on a couple of things. I mean, the kid can guard anybody, probably. Mm. He still needs work defensively, but he was K-State's best shot blocker a year ago. Uh, I mean, he had, gosh, he had eight blocks in the NCAA tournament. Um, You know, his range when it comes to shooting the basketball isn't quite exactly there, like when it comes to the NBA expectations. Uh, But he can still score from all three ranges. Yeah, it's a case of looking at a guy that you would probably – put on a two-way contract with the G League and work on development as much as you could. But I think with one more year and where his potential is, the thing is, Naquan Tomlin is a raw player. Mm -hmm. So raw. His athleticism is through the roof. And I loved, like, first of all, two things that really stand out to me about Naquan Tomlin – He's one of the best dunkers I've ever seen in a K-State uniform. Mm-hmm. Ever. He is an, an incredible, emphatic dunker, mm-hmm. and he just hammers it down every time. I love it. But I think that's another way he kind of just shows off his athleticism to get to the hoop, and he can just throw it down so thunderously. I mean, he is quite the athlete at 6'10", quite the athlete, but it's still raw athleticism. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, this coaching staff will have him fine-tune the things he needs to. There's, I'm sure, a lot of things. That the scouts like. A lot of room to grow as well. Again, he's played four years of organized basketball. And a lot of gr- a lot of room to grow. But there is also that, um, when it comes to potential, there's that. But then that also thinks, I also think, the expectations. If he does grow the way he can, and who knows, I mean, it, his potential is th- it could be through the roof of where he could land. I agree with D.Y., if he were to become a lottery pick this upcoming season, because we knew, I mean, halfway through, it felt like halfway through the season, he was already being talked about like as an NBA prospect. And with his potential, I would not be surprised if he could be a top 15 draft pick. Would not surprise me, but he would need to grow. But with that growth and what K-State would need out of him this upcoming season, it probably needs to be first team, second team at the least – when it comes to a player in 2023-24. Because he's now probably the returning leader of this team. Your two All-Americans are gone. Outside of those two All-Americans, you didn't have any All-Big 12 players. As as a little bit of a surprise as that was, even with the honorable mentions, you didn't have anybody. It was a surprise to see you know, like Desi Sills 
didn't get those honors, and Naquan as well. But those expectations are now here. Now that he's back, now that we kind of have an idea where he would have landed if he stayed in the draft, we now have an idea of potential expectations after there already has been some discussion, and you can go read about it when it comes to what scouts liked and what he needs to work on. Meanwhile, we did learn about some kickoff times. For K-State football, we know four games. The opener, September 2nd, Southeast Missouri at 6 o'clock. That's a Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. Open up the year. That's what we expected. The next Saturday, September 9th against Troy's 11 a.m. game on FS1. September 16th at Missouri will also be 11 a.m. That'll be on SEC Network. My first thought was, gross, that sucks. Not so much 11 a.m., but SEC Network. The non-cons in SEC territory, and you got losers like Mizzou that's hosting you. Not a whole lot of places that are going to probably put that game at that time of the year. But I also like the idea of it just absolutely embarrassing the Tigers, not only on their home field, but on their own network, their conference network. I think there's a bit of a sweet factor to that. And then October 6th, which is a Friday game in Stillwater uh, at uh, at uh, Boone Pickens Stadium against Oklahoma State, 630 on ESPN. So for the fifth straight year, K-State will play back-to-back games at 11 a.m. As a matter of fact, once they get through the Missouri game, for the last five games kicked at 11 a.m. because the Big 12 Championship and the Sugar Bowl kicked off at 11 a.m. I was curious to know, because I'm sure they'll upset some a few people, like those that may be traveling to Columbia would rather have a 2.30 or a 6 o'clock game. Chris Kleiman has won 12 games at 11 a.m. He's lost five times, 12-5 mm. and five at 11 a.m. 3-0 and at 1 or 1.30, 5-8 at 2 to 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock or later, 10 and 6. These are the ideal kickoff times. Mm. I don't, I'm not one to really complain about kickoff times ever. I used to be. But as somebody that works the K-State games, both as a public address announcer and a member of the media afterwards, I'm ready for the game to be wrapped up, my work done, get it done early. That way I can enjoy college football the rest of the day. Enjoy the primetime games. Now, with that being said, I do have some games that stand out. When it comes to the Big 12, August 31st is the Thursday night for Week 1, and the first Big 12 team that will be in play is UCF. They're going to take on Kent State at 6 o'clock FS1. By the way, Colorado, Prime, Coach Prime got his primetime games. Um, But for Fox, the Big Noon kickoff, he'll have back-to-back weeks. Big Noon Week two will be at Nebraska, but week one is at TCU at 11 a.m. on Fox. Also week one, uh, West Virginia is at Penn State at 6.30 on NBC. NBC's cool, but but Mountaineers, you're playing at Beaver Stadium at night. Oof. That's going to be a bloodbath. Whoa. that They're playing Penn State and Pitt, right, this season? Penn State and Pitt. Wow. Yeah, in the non-con, and they're going to play at Penn State at night. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a rocking environment experience. Especially for week one. And also, uh, Texas Tech and Wyoming. That's a game at Wyoming. That's going to be a 6.30 on CBS. So K-State, or uh, Big 12 rather, is not only playing at all time slots, they're playing in all the major channels except for ABC. I thought that was the weird part of it. But even better, you know, when you look at that, those are three solid over-the-air games right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it may be a bloodbath, but 
West Virginia might have something up its sleeve. Week two features Iowa Iowa State Seahawks series uh, on no, Fox at two thirty. A three to two barn burner, probably. Can't wait. <laughs> I love defense. Texas Tech week two is going to have one of their biggest non-con home games in a very long time. I have to go do some research to find out what's been the since then what's been the biggest because they're going to be hosting Oregon. Whoa! On Fox mm-hmm. at six o'clock. So you got two great back-to-back games wow. that feature Big Twelve teams. Now, what kind of stinks? But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Screw that game. Screw that game. Texas and Bama is on ESPN at <laughs> six o'clock, same time as Oregon and Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. I think Texas Tech's going to be pretty good this year. Me too. So I'm going to be watching Tech and Oregon. Uh, which, you know, Texas and Alabama last year was kind of a snoozer. Yeah, twenty to nineteen, quarterback. Oh, oh the lamest, the lamest, uh, unnecessary rough, uh, unnecessary roughness on the quarterback, like a late hit call on Bryce Young in the end zone. It was the one of the lamest calls I remember of the year. And then you have Oklahoma State and Arizona State FS one at nine thirty. So again, you have. Uh, yeah, Big 12 in every time slot of the day. That's good. Right on. And then week three, you had the first Big 12 game of the year, TCU at Houston, 7 o'clock on Fox. And then, uh, I don't know why I included this, but I had Kansas-Nevada at 930. And maybe just to say that's more Big 12 and all the time slots, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Kansas go go on the ro- road and lose at Nev- uh, in Reno? Does that happen? Nevada, they're, they're Honestly, tough. I doubt it. They're a tough squad, but... Who's their coach? The other guy left. Nevada, I'm not sure. Yeah. So we got to find that out. But they're tough. They're well, I'll, tough. Let, I'll let you guys work on that. When we come back, little number one song of the day after these words. Well, that was quick. 1350 KMAN. Hey, guys. Ken Wilson, the head coach in Nevada. A very Nevada-esque head coach. Sounds like a State Farm agent. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen his poster up on in Aggieville. Uh, today, uh, would you rather Wednesday? So, would you rather live in a cave or a tree house? I'm not a bat. Uh huh. I'm more of a parrot. So, uh, let's go tree house. Colorful, and you won't stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to determine tree house with a roof. Okay, yeah. Shelter from elements is the question. I want to say this. The treehouse isn't teeny tiny like a kid's, but it's not one of those like spectacular ones you see every once in a while online where you're like, how the hell? It's in between. Also, have you not learned... So it could be a Swiss Family Robinson treehouse? Because that's what I would go for. Yes. See, yeah. Have you not learned your lesson from the incident in the Philippines when that cave flooded and it had that Boy Scout group trapped for two weeks? Right. Oh my god! I didn't even think about that because I would have picked cave. <laughs> I pick cave every time. I'm gonna die. But I just like I would discover cave drawings in there and be like a bazillionaire. All of a sudden, you're a philosopher. Yeah. I go. Why? Yeah, that's me. I'm cave. Still cave. Dave G with the Nobel Prize. Look at these cave drawings. You know, and they're like, you look look like you drew that. You invent something we already have, but it looks super old. I, I go, I present yeah. to you the wheel. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, cave guy, get away from us. Uh, would you rather have a million dollars right now or five grand a week for the rest of your life? Five grand. Given the situation right now, I would take the million dollars. Thank no. you very much, because no. that would cover what needs to be covered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I like it. I'm gonna live for a long time, and I think. I mean, you're going to make way more money than a million dollars. For sure. Invest yes, this, invest that. Anybody can live off five grand a week. You, so you, easy. You understand, though, that there's currently a GoFundMe involved in my family. We need the mill. The hot million. Well, no, I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, beyond? Obviously five grand a week. Obviously, I'm taking the mill to flex on both of you guys and just be like, check out my cash money. Um, and invest. <laughs> are, are what? Are, I think we've asked this before. Are you guys luck people? Are you into no, luck? Or are you like no, nah. like superstitious stuff, luck stuff? Yeah. You know, like do I keep a rabbit's foot around? Yeah. No, not not really me. When it comes to like, are are you at all super stupid stitious when you're calling games for the cat? Like when you're doing the PA stuff, are you no. like you're you're like eh, I, I have no- I live my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think me like. Shaving my face uh-huh. is going to make a difference right. on if Naquan Tomlin scores in double figures or not. As I joked during the transition from D2 to D1, if it was based on my clothes, I would have had to revert to how many different forms of uh, of a uh, of a uniform, essentially. You're like, listen, it don't got nothing to do with me. Now I know who to blame when we lose. Yeah, there you, you go. Too. Mm-hmm. So I used to be superstitious. Remember the game, and I hate to bring up this nightmare, but when Taylor Martinez oh, ran all over us God. the 2010 Nebraska game, the last time we played him in football. Yeah. So I shaved that day, and I had it in my head that if I shave on game day, quarterback's going to run all over us. Yeah, what were you thinking? So I, I put a halt to that for a few years. Oh, what were you trying to do there, dude? Ah, God. I'm more into fate than luck. I think fate That's is another something thing. that happens. Fate, I, you know, everything I happens for a reason. It was fate I'm not a big believer in that. You know, there's a thing called a coincidence. Uh huh. You know, or things just happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's a reasonable explanation instead of just saying it was fate. Sometimes or luck, just straight luck, bounce of the ball. I'm in the luck. I got a four-leaf clover in my pocket every day, baby. That's why I came back, to spread the luck. Not the love. The luck. You met your girl at Walmart. She was returning a spice rack. You were halted by the guy at the door because your oh! receipt didn't quite add up. That's fate. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're out. Go Cats.